Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. This week we celebrate International Women's Day, Women's Week, and it comes at a time when new research in the UK has exposed the fact that there is not only a, a gender pay gap between men and women, but there is now a, a gap between their pensions as well. And in fact, research shows that women can get up to £100,000 less than their male counterparts uh, over, over a lifetime of pensions. This is based on research by the insurance company pension provider Scottish Widows. The main reasons are average lower lifetime earnings, uh, greater probability of maybe working part-time or taking a career break, and obviously heavier childcare burden. And I, I've seen this in companies myself where I've seen women uh, doing very well in their career and then taking time off for childcare, maybe a couple of years and not really getting back into the, 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 the big earnings after that. Uh, now, the government said the pension reforms have helped millions more people uh, get, get into pensions, start saving for pensions during, with, with this work based pension schemes. Uh, but I don't think that's that's really going to. Uh, be enough if, if you're taking gaps out of working. Uh, Scottish Widows said that on average women save less than men as well and especially during the early years and during the first 15 years of their working life women on average save 2,200 a year uh, as opposed to men saving 3,300 a year so that's a thousand difference and the effect of compound interest means that this this has a huge difference it's, it's crucial to the eventual pension as a rough guide um, you know every five years of delay in starting a pension means that your eventual fund halves in value in other words every five years you wait means that you have to save twice as much to get the same result so you can imagine in those early years perhaps even not starting a pension or paying less in than than you you know you should be it it makes a huge difference because that's all that you've lost all that time for, for growth to happen due to comp compounding interest. Um, you know, it, and, and, you know, when we were young, we, we tend to sort of think we've got all the time in the world to save a pension. Oh, that's tomorrow. That's, that's in the future. Don't worry about it. Uh, but it, but it, it may not be the case. I mean, say if you're 30 now, you've got 30 years of working life ahead of you. You think, well, that, that is a long time. And 30 years is a long time. Although it can go pretty fast, believe you me. But, you know, if you plan to retire at 60, sounds a long time. But if you break it down into pay or monthly paychecks, 30 years is actually only 360 salary payments. Now, that doesn't sound a lot, does it? 360 salary payments. Um, you know, and that's, uh, uh, you know, 12 per year. And that assumes that you're working all of that time and you're, you know, you're getting the same sort of salary all of that time. So, I wouldn't sort of leave these things, these things too late. And now, you know, with with the disappearance of 
guaranteed final salary schemes in in all but government uh, employment places. You know, all the big companies have stopped these schemes uh, and it's only government workers that really get a, a final salary guaranteed defined benefit scheme. You know, we're left to, to do these sort of work based pension schemes, which, um, you know, it's all very well. It's, it's actually increased the amount people are saving, but it's not nearly enough. Now, Scottish Widow said if women increase their pension contributions at the start of their careers by even just five percent, they could catch up with this pensions gap. So that's. The people in, in employment are usually either in a company scheme, maybe run by their employer, or they're in this work-based pension scheme. And unfortunately, this doesn't cover, uh, the, the, you know, there are now millions of self-employed people and people in this sort of gig economy, part-time economy, where they're not really employed, they're not really self-employed, like like this Uber driver situation. And they're, they're left to sort of row their own boat and make their own pension provision. And you know, it, this means that they're they're even in a worse position because many of them don't save at all. And, you know, if you don't have any capital or passive income, then you can never afford to retire. What What is passive income? It could be a guaranteed private pension or company pension or the state pension or, you know, your state social security scheme. It could be income from stocks and shares or bonds. Um, you know, however, you know, if all your money is in stocks and shares at the moment, that's always at risk of, of the market going down or, or a big market correction. Rental income from property, some people call this passive income. I, I think it probably falls into the semi-passive category because, you know, you, you still probably need to do some work or pay some attention to the property, even if your, your property is managed by an agent. Because, you know, the, the property manager takes the call and says and then rings you and says, oh, by the way, we need a new boiler. So then you, you're, you're mentally thinking about this. And if you're on holiday at the time, it, it becomes difficult. Um, but, you know, more worrying, I think, for all of us, for men and women, is this ticking pensions time bomb that's slowly ticking away in most Western countries. State and social security pension schemes were designed in an age when people didn't live that long in retirement, maybe only three, five years in, in, in actual retirement. And there was a higher ratio of working people to uh, retired people, to, to people not working, not, not bringing any income. You know, you had a lot more people in those days working compared to people actually living in retirement. Now it's it's the, the balance is coming up the other way and people are living in retirement for many, many years. They're living into their 80s, 90s even. You know, you see people keeping very fit, um, you know, people in their 70s and 80s riding around on bikes and walking every day and looks like they could live for, forever. You know, it, it's it's totally changed from when they started these schemes, mostly, uh, you know, after the, the Second World War. And they didn't think ahead. They didn't think that the demographics would, would change. And to make it worse, these pension schemes are not even funded. So the governments have not been, you know, all this money you've been paying into it through your national insurance or in some countries through your taxes. They've not been saved into a fund with your name on it. They just spend that money on pensioners that are retired now. So the benefits are just paid out from working taxpayers like, like you and me. So all the money I've paid in over, over my working life has gone to people who are already retired. And in other words, the pension scheme is effectively bust. It's, it's like a massive Ponzi scheme, really. You know, they just take money in and pay it out like Bernie Madoff. You know, they take the money in and they don't invest it. They just pay it out. And is it right? Well, hopefully we'll have enough money to pay out pensioners in the future. So the schemes are basically bust. So the chances of somebody, maybe a young person in their 20s, starting work today of receiving any pension 
scheme from the state are, are pretty slim, if not non-existent, really. And, you know, that, that's a serious worry. Uh, it, it's a worry for people who are nearing retirement, but even more of a worry for people who've got sort of 30 or 40 years of working life ahead. And we've already seen women's pensions age changed and, and men's pensions age from the state go from 65 to 67 because they had to do it because they realised that there's not enough money coming in to pay out all these people over for many, many years. So you know, what can you do to beat the pensions time bomb? The short answer is start saving and investing. However, that's it's easier than said than done. I realise that, you know, when, you know, real incomes have fallen over the last 10 years in, in the UK and America and job security is is you know probably the lowest it's been for, for centuries and i've been there i've i've been struggling you know my younger days with mortgages and bills whilst bringing up a family um and i was working at that time as a financial advisor for an insurance company so i i saw this firsthand in my own situation and you know i, I you know i was selling these pension plans and investments to, to clients i met thousands of clients and you know many of them couldn't afford to put enough money away into a pension uh, there was, you know, and pay for everything else with the best will in the world. You say, look, you need to put more into this scheme. Say, look, but I've got this, I've got that. I'm trying to buy a house. Interest rates are high, and um, you know, and, and and so on. And they just couldn't do it. And and a lot of them were also saving to try and buy a house and that sort of thing. So it, it's it's very difficult. It's like that that old joke, um, you know, that, that unfortunately my peak earning period coincided with my peak spending period and that, that you know as i say never true never a true word was spoken in jest that that is 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 true for many people when they're in their peak earning years they've got kids at school they've got kids at university and the money's just going out as fast as it comes in so i, I realize that it, it it's not as easy as as people think just to save into pension schemes and you know if you work in 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 in, in the state sector you you're you're pension contributions are automatically deducted from your salary and then it's topped up massively by the government or by the, by the employer. But this doesn't happen if you're just in, in, a, in a small company uh, or you're working for yourself. So even after economising and cutting out all the waste, many people, many clients that I, I've come across and, and myself didn't have that much left over for even short-term savings for, for houses or holidays, let alone long-term savings. They think, well, that I'll just sort of deal with that um, you know, in the future, when I'm, when I'm a bit older, I'll start saving for my pension. So if you cut back on everything and you've still got nothing left, you know, what, what do you really do? If, how can you have something to save? Well, the answer is you've got to increase your income. Now, like any business or even a country, a nation, you can't just keep cutting expenditure without increasing revenue. You know, you can get the accountant in and the bean counters in and you can say, well, cut this and cut that and cut research and development. But at the end of the day, you still need revenue coming in to, to run the business. That's how business goes broke because it runs out of of sales, not, not enough customers. So you have to do something about that. And, th and there are a number of ways you can increase income. For instance, you could get a promotion, you could get a higher paying job, you could move jobs to get a higher paying job, you could do overtime and that sort of thing. And this you know, might be difficult in the current climate, obviously, uh, but fortunately, there's another way to increase your income without having to worry about promotions or, or even quitting your job or even taking any risks at all. And that is that you could start a part-time side hustle or business. Now, a part-time side hustle or business could easily bring in thousands of dollars, euros or pounds, and it could, you know, it could even replace your income and, and your full-time job, enabling you to quit your job. I've seen many, many 
people do this. They've started off with a little part-time business and that eventually has you know, reached the point where they don't need to work anymore in their own business. And, and I've done this myself. Um, now, for instance, just think about this. What would an additional £5,000 dollars mean to you? Would it, I mean, would it mean financial freedom? What would 2000 or £1,000 mean to you? More time with the family, your dream house, your dream car, travel on exotic holidays. Uh, it could mean just financial freedom or the freedom to to fire your boss and say, look, I'm, I'm out of here now. I've, I've, I've got my life. I've got a new life. I've got the kind of life that I want, not on that daily nine to five grind and all that hustle. So maybe you only need a few hundred a month to, to literally change your life. And that, that can happen. Um, you know, companies that, in, that recruit direct salespeople uh, in, into things like I don't know, into multi-level marketing or doing Ann Summers even or Tupperware or any of these sort of things. They're looking for people that just want to earn a few hundred pounds or dollars a month. They're not looking for people who want to become overnight millionaires because they know that an additional couple of hundred a month and bearing in mind, you know, you haven't got any spare income at all left. If you can get you know, even two or three hundred a month, that can make a big difference to, to a family. It could enable you to save and uh, have a better life now and save for the future. Now, I'm not suggesting you start some sort of physical business or uh, a big business like a shop, uh, which needs tons of capital, staff and, and, and not to mention all the risk. Uh, and, and the pandemic has shown us that, you know, shops are very vulnerable to, 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 a, to, to a downturn. And it's but it's also shown us that people are prepared to buy things online and do business with you online. Uh, so that that's, you know, that, that I, I don't mean, you know, go and remortgage the house and, and open up some sort of physical business that uh, will cost you a lot of money and, and require really, really your full time. Um, maybe you, you already have a business selling stuff online or offline. But the best part of, uh, you know, this sort of thing is that you can start a business online without the risk, without uh, any capital, and, and really, you can try things out without having to uh, quit your job and, and take huge risks. And the best part of it is that um, you don't even need your own product to start making money online. You know, millions of people are making money online selling things like Amazon products without even owning the product, without having a shop. The shop window is Amazon, Spotify or Groupon. So there's lots of ways of making money. Now, to set up, uh, you know, you could start setting up an online business, selling other people's products. It's called affiliate marketing. You could have your own product. Maybe you have got your own product already. And there are thousands of people and companies that will pay you generous commissions to sell their products. Now, do you need a fancy website? Absolutely not. You don't even know how to, you don't even need to know how to, to, to do HTML code or build fancy websites and, and anything complicated. It's not really like that at all. Now, I used to get hung up on building like the perfect website when I had my, my own physical business. We once paid a guy £10,000 to build this perfect website. And it, it was a good website, no doubt about it, but it took months and months and months. And, you know, eventually we got the website. And it did, did quite well for us, but, you know, we could have done it a lot cheaper, really. Um, but, uh, you know, I, then I'd sort of say, something, well, I'll try this myself. I'll, I'll try and do my own website, but I'd get stuck on that because something technical would come up and I just wouldn't be able to get over it. Now, the truth is what we probably needed, even in those days, uh, you know, 10 years ago now, was we just needed a simple web page or web pages that sold products, actually sold a product, not just a brochure, but something that sold a product. It's, it's now called a funnel. 
Uh, you may have seen funnels yourself where you go onto a page and they say, would you like to know more information? You go to another page, you might give your email address. Um, you might decide at that point, you know, this is what I want to buy, but it leads you down a funnel to buying something rather than just gives you a, a big brochure with hundreds of options. So that's called a, a funnel. And what we really needed was that kind of simple template or cookie cutter type of funnel that I could use myself and quickly put other ideas out there on the marketplace. And that's what we needed. But I used to get stuck and frustrated because I either couldn't do the whole website myself or I couldn't get designers to do it properly and so on. So the, the ideas passed and went. Now, perhaps you may have tried yourself to set up an online business. You might say, oh, that doesn't work because I've tried that before. Um, and Or you've tried using web designers and got stuck with it. But you know, don't don't despair that there is a, a way. And if you were let down before by web designs or got stuck yourself, um, then, you know, there is a way out of this. I've been through this myself. And it, it wasn't until I discovered a, a really a, a game changing system that everything changed for me. And a company called Groove Funnels, as in the name Funnels, which is a, is a web page, uh, really helped me launch online marketing businesses within hours and, and really changed the whole game for me. Why? Well, first of all, it's easy to use. Secondly, it actually works. It's not some sort of system that you, and when you get it all set up and running, it, it, it doesn't work. But the real clincher was that it was free to get started. Absolutely free. So you can get access to free to Groove Funnels for free. And it's a better way of building funnels and web pages, but it is free for life. No games, no fine print. But also, you don't even need a credit card to sign up for it. A lot of these free offers you see, um, they say free for this and free for that. And when you go in there, they say, leave your credit card details. You think, oh, then you think, why do they want that? They say, well, we just need this because after the trial period, you know, we'll, we'll start collecting the money. And then you put your details in, then you forget about it. And then finally, you know, six months later, you get your credit card. You start looking, oh, my God, I've been paying this $90 a month for something that I haven't even used. I've forgotten about. Whereas this one is free and you don't need to put your credit card in at all. So I like that. I feel more secure with that. Um, you know, you you know, it's free for life. It, it's free for, for limited amounts of pages that you want to build. And if you want to build more than that, then you, you do up, upgrade at that point. But you could build three web pages or websites for free, and that's free for life. Now, I don't think this is going to last forever because GrooveFunnels have, uh, are in the, the beta phase. They're, they're, they're getting started really in the last couple of years. So they're building up their customer base and they're offering this as a, as a as, as a free sort of founder type, founder member offer, if you like. So I, I, I just think it's time to get in on this now. If you're thinking about starting any kind of online business or you have a business and you want to sell more products than is happening for you at the moment online, uh, then this is, I believe this is the thing for, for you. Now, it's not just a funnel page builder. It actually gives you the chance to uh, add in things like upsell ability, one-click upsells, downsells, uh, bumps and, and it gives you access to the, the the shopping cart system. A lot of people get hung up on providing a credit card. This this has a built-in system for that. It also has things like membership sites, email lists and, and so much more. So that's that's why I've mentioned this today on International Women's Week, Women's Day, that um you know I I've from from looking at looking around when I go to seminars and, and, and webinars, I see a lot of women getting into this type of, of, of business. And, and good good luck to them uh, because you don't want to be left behind with with the pension situation and and for men or women I think it's 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 never a bad idea to have a little part-time side hustle that you can do in your evenings in your spare time or at weekends and you know get to learn about selling products online so 
I'd, I'd say sign up for group, group pages, uh, have a play around with it. You can also become an affiliate for them as well and earn commissions recommending it. But have a play around with it. Absolutely free. You don't even need to put your credit cards in. I don't think it will last that long. I think eventually they will stop the free trial offer and, and just go on to a paid basis where you'll be paying hundreds of dollars a month for, for that. Because that's what you would pay. You would pay usually for this type of service $300 a month, but you can get it for absolutely free at the moment. So thanks for listening. Happy International Women's Day, Women's Week, and good luck out there. Have a great day. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 